This is chapter one, the introduction, one one, the prelude. In their seven thousand years of history, the Chinese people have experienced all possible human suffering and pain. Chinese culture is like a very old man who has seen and experienced all of the pain of human life. Yet through his experience, he has also accumulated a great store of knowledge. Chinese culture, as reflected in its literature and painting, ranks among the greatest achievements of the human spirit. It reflects humankind's joy and grief, pleasure and suffering, peace and strife, vitality, sickness, and death. Within this complex cultural and historical background, the Chinese people have long sought ways of living healthy and happy lives. However, as they looked for ways to better themselves and speak and seek spiritual fulfillment, they have also tended to believe that everything that happens is due to destiny and that is prearranged by heaven. Despite this fatalistic belief, they have still looked for ways to resist the apparent inevitability of sickness and death. The Chinese have devoted a large part of their intellectual effort to self-study and self-cultivation in the hope of understanding the meaning of their lives. This inward feeling and looking, this spiritual searching, has become one of the major roots of Chinese religion and medical science. Qi the energy within the human body was studied very carefully. As people perceived the link between the chi and the human body and the chi in nature, they began to hope that this chi was the means whereby man could escape from the trap of sickness and death. Over the years, many different sectors of Chinese society have studied and researched chi. Of all the researchers, the scholars and the doctors have had the longest history and they have brought the understanding of qi to a very deep level. It was they who learned the methods of maintaining health and curing disease. Chinese medical science has developed out of the qi research of the physicians. When Indian Buddhism was imported into China, it profoundly influenced Chinese culture. Naturally, Chinese Qigong was also affected by the Buddhist meditative practices. The Taoist religion was created out of a mixture of traditional scholarly Taoism and Buddhism. Since that time, Buddhist and Taoist Qigong have been considered among the greatest achievements of Chinese culture. Taoism and Buddhism have not only bought the Chinese people a peaceful spiritual mind which may untie the mystery of human life and destiny. They have also created a hope that the development of Qigong may give people a healthy and happy life while they are alive and an eternal spiritual life after death. When viewed from this historical background, it is not hard to understand why a major part of Chinese culture in the last 2000 years, other than warfare and possibly medical science, were based on the religion of Taoism and Buddhism and spiritual science. The emphasis on the spiritual life, rather than the material, is one of the major differences between Eastern and the Western cultures. An example of this is in the maintenance of health, where the West emphasizes the physical body more, 
while the East tends to also treat the person's spiritual and mental health. Most Westerners believe that if you strengthen your physical body, you also improve your health. They emphasize the exercising and training of the physical body, but they ignore the balancing of the body's internal energy, which is also related to the emotions and the cultivation of spiritual calmness. Taoists call this building the strength externally, or distant minds external exercises, meaning external exercises without mental concentration or attention. People who exercise a lot and whose bodies are externally strong are not necessarily healthier or happier than the average person. In order to have true good health, you must have a healthy body, a healthy mind, and also smooth and balanced qi circulation. According to Chinese medicine, many illnesses are caused by imbalances in your mind. For example, worry and nervousness can upset your stomach or harm your spleen. Fear or fright can hinder the normal functioning of your kidneys or bladder. This is because your internal energy, qi circulation, is closely related to your mind. In order to be truly healthy, you must have both a healthy physical body and a calm and healthy mind. True good health is both external and internal. When someone gets involved in bodybuilding, he will emphasize building strong muscles. According to acupuncture and qigong theory, he will also energize his body, stimulate his mind, and increase the level of qi circulation. If he trains properly, he will naturally gain physical health. However, if he exercises too much, he will over-energize his body and over-excite his mind and qi. This will make his physical body too young. According to Chinese philosophy, too much of something is excessive yang, and too little is excessive yin, and neither extreme is desirable. When your body is too yang or too yin, your internal organs will tend to weaken and to degenerate sooner than they ordinarily would. A person who seems to be externally strong and healthy may be weak internally. In addition, when a bodybuilder gets older, his overstressed muscle fibers may lose their elasticity and degenerate faster than those of the average person. This causes the qi to stagnate in the qi channels. This phenomena is well known among older practitioners of external martial arts, where it is called san gong meaning energy dispersion. The proper amount of exercise will generate only enough to only enough qi to stimulate the organs and help them function normally and healthily. Overdoing exercise is like getting too much sunshine, which we now know will cause your skin cells to degenerate faster than the lack of sun. Qigong practitioners believe that in order to gain real health you must not only do external exercises, but also build the foundation internally, or do literally, in quotations, toward the mind's internal exercise, meaning internal exercise with mental concentration. Strengthening yourself internally and externally at the same time is called Xingming Shuang Shou,
Xin means natural characteristics, personality, temperament, or disposition. It is shown internally. Ming is life and refers to the life or death of the physical body. Shuangshou means double cultivation. The expression therefore means that if you desire to gain real health, you must cultivate your character internally and strengthen your body both internally and externally. The internal side is approached through meditation and qigong exercises. Many people believe that qigong is a product only of China, India, or other oriental countries. As a matter of fact, internal energy cultivation has also been common in the Western world, usually within the context of religion. Many people have been able to find their internal foundation and strength through meditation or praying in their church, temple, or mosque. Through their devotions and the practice of prayer, they are able to build up their concentration, confidence, and will, all of which are prerequisites to internal strength. The practice of such disciplines allows the energy in the body to become balanced, bringing health and strength to some, and even in some cases, seemingly supernatural powers. Jesus is credited with many miracles, but he told his disciples, He that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do. John 14.12 All of the major Western religions have had branches or sects which use practices similar to the Oriental Qigong disciplines. However, there have also been people without any particular religious belief who have meditated by themselves and through the build-up and circulation of qi developed psychic or healing abilities. Unfortunately, in earlier times such people were often killed as witches or heretics, so people who found they had such powers tended to view themselves as freaks or worse and hid their powers. These negative attitudes only kept people from researching and understanding such abilities. Many people in China and India have developed amazing powers through their meditation training. Fortunately, these powers were understood as being a result of Qigong, and so people were encouraged to train and research the subject. Although Qigong is becoming a more acceptable subject in the West, the Chinese and Indians are still way ahead in this internal, mental, and physical science. Since 1973, acupuncture has been widely accepted by the American people and even by many in the medical establishment. More and more people are becoming familiar with the concept of qi. Qi-related arts such as Tai Chi Chuan and Qigong exercises are getting much more attention than ever before. Many people are learning that the study of qi can be very beneficial. And I feel certain that in the next 20 years, Qigong will become one of the hottest fields of research. This concludes the Introduction 1-1, the Prelude. Next will be 1-2, General Definition of Qi and Qigong.
Thank you.